Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome to the Stink Hope Podcast. I'm your hopeologist here to help you on your journey of hope. And today is a very special episode because we are now officially celebrating April, the National Month of Hope. And boy, have we been anticipating and planning this particular month. And and boy, were we in for Lots of surprises that ended up happening uh, right before we entered into April, and now we're in the midst of, and that's none other than the coronavirus epidemic or pandemic that we're facing right now. So i just like to still realize and want everyone to realize that there is still hope, that, and this is a wonderful time that we can share hope during April, the National Month of Hope. And this is going to be a powerful, powerful uh, podcast today because we have very special guests that will be uh, coming on in just a little bit. Hopi Awardees, Commissioner Curtis Richardson and his lovely wife, Judge Nina. And uh, I'm going to get that right uh, pronunciation. I don't want to mess up her hyphenated name. Uh, Rich Richardson. So we'll hear uh, exactly how how we pronounce that. Um, and uh, Ashanafi and uh, Richardson, but then we'll get it right. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and and get started and just kind of kind of uh, just frame today's show by playing a small clip from an interview that I participated in with Tammy Webb of Cumulus Broadcasting, and then we'll come back and continue on with today's show because it kind of helps to frame especially how we got the designation for the National Month of Hope. Why April and how did this all start as you getting April designated the National Month of Hope? Well, I tell you, it has been a journey, Tammy. It has really been a journey, but it's been a good journey. Uh, Actually, in 2017 is when we officially applied through the National Day Calendar for April to become the first ever in our nation National Month of Hope. And uh, we received that designation And April of 2018 was the first time that we celebrated April as a National Month of Hope. So now we're in our third year.
Yes, absolutely. That deserves a round of applause. We are in our third year, so it's just starting. It's very, very new. And this whole campaign is about public awareness. We are in the midst of getting the word out that we have an April National Month of Hope, and we're also giving people ideas and some suggestions and strategies and things that they can do to recognize this event. So Mothers in Crisis is the organization to receive that designation uh, in uh, 2018 was the first, um, the first year that we celebrated. So now here we are in uh, 2020 and it is needed now. Hope is needed now more than ever. And I'm going to start by sharing a national press release that has just gone out over the press, over the wire on yesterday that's announcing this uh, April National Month of Hope. And I got some results, some tentative results already, and it is, it is doing well, and it, and it has the potential of reaching over 78 million people, and we've already uh, over 100 already, and we just uh, sent it out through our publicity contact, Sharon Fennell of Media Connect uh, out of New York on yesterday. So I'm going to start out by reading this, and then we're going to uh, bring in our guests, because this will help us to frame what we're doing and what the Hopi Award is all about. April is the National Month of Hope. National Month of Hope founders announced the Hopi Award recipients, Tallahassee, Florida. April is the National Month of Hope, and this year the founders have announced that the theme is Hope for Health. Dr. Rosalind, founder and president of Mothers in Crisis, Inc., as well as the National Month of Hope, says, with the onset of the coronavirus pandemic, we are learning how to prevent the spread of disease. I believe that as a nation during the National Month of Hope, we can spread the message of hope instead. We must stay safe, keep the faith, and know that there is hope for help, says Dr. Tompkins. Having seen the impact that hope can have on people's lives, Dr. Tompkins and her organization, Mothers in Crisis, Inc., launched a national public awareness campaign in 2018, beginning with the designation of April as the National Month of Hope, challenging people to think hope and make hope connections. This inaugural campaign has turned into a powerful movement of individuals joining forces and becoming citizens of hope in their own communities across the country. And now, coinciding with the National Month of Hope, the organization has announced the recipient of their second annual Hopi Awards, which stands for Helping Others Practice Enduring Empowerment. These awards will be presented to those who exemplify helping others to practice enduring empowerment while spreading hope in the family, church, school, community, marketplace, nation, and world. And we have two, uh, a couple from Tallahassee, Florida area that fits in that mold, fits within that particular uh, uh, description very well, very well. And they are our local main highlighted Hopi awardees, and that is the Richardsons, who, is, who we will hear from in just a little bit. 
Hope is needed now more than ever as we navigate the current crisis our nation is facing today as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. Whether you've lost a job or a loved one, or you're experiencing general feelings of despair in these turbulent times, hope can give you strength. And as long as there is breath in your body, there is still hope, says Dr. Rosalind Tompkins. This April and beyond, we encourage everyone to embrace hope because studies show that hopeful people excel in life, live longer, and live well. To learn more about the Hope Campaign, please visit makeahopeconnection.com. Also, listen to Think Hope Podcast, and that's where we are right now, Think Hope Podcast. So without further ado, I'm going to bring the Richardses in, and then I'm going to read a little bit of their bio so you guys can uh, get to know them a little bit better. So hello, um, Commissioner Richardson, are you there? Pastor you Tompkins, can you hear us? Yes, very clear, very clear. Wonderful. Hi. <laughs> okay, so both of you guys are, are, are on the line. Yes. Okay, well, welcome, welcome, Judge Nina. And, and tell me now, how do you pronounce your name, your last name? Dr. Tompkins, you had it right the first time. You, you pronounced it perfect. Uh, Ashinafi. Ashinafi is from East Ashinafi. Africa. All right. That's mm-hmm. Ethiopia. Yes. And I've been there. I love Ethiopia and I really love the uh the um national dish where you where everybody can is like a community and you get a chance to eat and eat with your hands and and uh just really just lovely, lovely people. We had a wonderful time as we were passing through there actually on a missions trip to the Congo, I believe that was several years ago. So I'm glad that I got it right. I'm not, I may not try to keep saying it, so I don't want to mess <laughs> it up. <laughs> so if it's okay with you, I can refer to you guys as the Richardsons. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good, good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to, just read uh, from both of your bios because, I mean, it is jam-packed with, with good information. Uh, so many people, they wonder, how do we uh, pick the Hopi awardees? Well, first of all, we pray about it. And then second of all, we, we look around, especially locally. It's very easy to see who, is, who has over the years consistently been out there making a difference in their particular sphere of influence. And, uh, and so it was hands down whenever uh, I submitted uh, you guys to be Hopi awardees for this year. And now I'm going to share a little bit about your background so other people can know how great you are and the things that you have been involved in. So I'll start here with uh, Curtis, Curtis Bernard Richardson. The seventh of eight children, <laughs> blessed to the unit, union of the late Joseph Richardson, United States Navy retiree, and the late Naomi Richardson. Curtis was born in Jacksonville and reared in Green Cove, Green Cove Springs, Florida. He received his early education in the public schools of Clay County, where he graduated with honors in 1974. Upon graduation, 
Curtis attended the Florida State University, where he obtained a BS degree in psychology. While at FSU, he was active in many student organizations, including two terms as a student senator and a member of the Psi Chai, a psychology honorary society. He was also listed in who's who among students in American colleges and universities. Curtis would then earn a master's degree in counseling psychology with the University of West Florida. After brief employment, he re-entered FSU to pursue a PhD in school psychology. In, in 1983, he received a master's degree in school psychology and immediately began work as a school psychologist in the Gatson County school system. And I have to say my hat's off to you because uh, <laughs> I tell you, I've worked in Gatson <laughs> County over the years, several, several different uh, times through Mothers in Crisis. And uh, that is a, a great county and uh, with so many, so many needs that are, that are there. And uh, so I know that, that you did a wonderful job and, and they kept you busy. And it goes on yes. to say, okay, <laughs> Curtis would spend the next 10 years in the school district. And in 1991, Betty Castor, then Commissioner of Education, invited him to join her staff at the Florida Department of Education. There he served in several capacities, including legislative specialist, cabinet aide, and interim executive director of the Commission on Education Reform and Accountability. In 1995, the late Governor Lawton Childs appointed him deputy director of cabinet affairs. Following his tenure in the governor's office, he accepted a position as a consultant with the University of South Florida's Shared Services Network Project. Curtis's professional career came full circle when in September of 2010, he was employed again in the Gatson School District as Director of School Improvement and later STEM Coordinator. In July of 2018, he was appointed by Superintendent Rocky Hanna to serve as Coordinator of Community Relations for Lively Technical College with the Leon School District. He has, he has now retired after 35 years in the state of Florida retirement system. Now, let's see this public service career. It's not over. As a matter of fact, it, it goes on to show you the, the way in which our commissioner, Curtis Richardson, has been spreading hope. And it says in the fall of 1990, Curtis' career in public service began with his election to the Leon County School Board. And I remember that. I think I was just kind of starting Mothers in Crisis in 1991. He was the first black male elected to that post in the history of the district and served two years as board chairman. In 2000, he was elected to the Florida House of Representatives by the voters of District 8, encompassing parts of Leon and Gadsden counties. He was subsequently reelected. In the legislature, he was a champion of public education, an advocate for government employees, and proponent for accessible, affordable health care for all citizens. He did a wonderful job in that position, I might add. Representative Richardson has been recognized for his work in the legislature by being named Legislature of the Year and receiving the Friend of Education Award, Consumer Advocate Award, Humanitarian Award, 
the Morris Milton Award, and more. He was elected in August 2014 to the Tallahassee City Commission and re-elected to a full term, a full four-year term in 2016. And might I add, that is so wonderful that after serving as a representative, you came back to your local community and then began now serving as a city commissioner. I really, really, you know, that deserves and uh, a round of applause. Representative Richardson's public service does not end with his elective office. He has served in numerous civic capacities. He is or has been a member of organizations such as Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, NAACP, Life Membership, Tallahassee Leadership Florida, and I mean so many organizations. I mean every lots of different and very diverse organizations. And uh, recently he served as vice chairman of the Leon County Sales Tax Extension Committee, Committee and the Imagine Tallahassee Steering Committee. Commissioner Richardson is married to Nina Ashanay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nina Richardson. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it. Ashanafi. Is that it? Yes. Ashanafi? All right. Great. Help me. You guys help me out, okay? A former attorney with the Florida Education Association and current Leon County Court judge. And we're going to hear your uh, prestigious uh, resume, uh, bio in just a moment, um, Judge Nina. They have been blessed with two daughters, Karina, a midshipman at the U.S. Naval Academy, and is it Ada? Aida. Aida. Amen. And uh, the family attends Bethel AME Church, where Curtis is an usher, trustee, and former steward, still serving, serving, serving. So we just want to thank, thank you for your service, and, uh, and it is it's an indeed an earned honor to be named as one of our Hopi Awardee recipients for 2020. Now, let's continue on because this is, a, this is a dynamic duo, a power couple, as you would call it, and we're going to hear a little bit about Nina Richardson, an FSU law graduate, considers it the greatest honor of her life to have been elected Leon County judge in 2008, then reelected without, without opposition in May 2014. So we thank God for Judge Nina. Prior to her election, she spent the majority of her professional career representing teachers and university faculty as in-house counsel with the Florida Education Association and as an adjunct faculty at Barry University's Tallahassee campus. She has distinguished herself as a first in many categories, including the first Ethiopian American judge in the U.S. Now, that is awesome. That's something that I did not, I did not know. And the first African-American president of three bar associations, Tallahassee Bar Association, the Tallahassee Women Lawyers, and the Stafford Inns of Court. She strives daily to serve at the highest level and to maintain the public trust and confidence in the court's ability to do justice. 
the Conference of County Court Judges of Florida awarded her the Distinguished Leadership Award and recognized her among those judges who off the bench are making a difference in their communities. That is wonderful. Off the bench. I like that. She also received the Humanitarian Award from the Martin Luther King Foundation of Florida, is a Girl Scouts of America, Woman of Distinction, and among Tallahassee Communities Colleges, colleges African Americans in American History Culture. Judge Ashanefi Richardson is a humble and unassuming person, but credits any and all success to God's love and grace that is powerful and the steadfast support and encouragement she has received from her loving husband of 28 years, Curtis Richardson, and the sacrifices of her late father, Dr. Ashanafi Kibeti. Kibeti. This love, in turn, finds itself pouring into her work on and off the bench. She treats all people with dignity and respect, helping by connecting those in need to community resources and ruling fairly and consistency with the proper application of the law. Her leadership and commitment to serving the poor and underrepresented has been recognized both statewide and locally. Prior to her election to the bench, she personally provided hundreds of hours of pro bono legal services over many years. She is a founder of Justice Member of the North Florida Legal Services, and they do some great work for many, many, many of our clients over the years, helping educate the bench bar and community about the importance of access to justice for all. As a result of her work over many years, she, re- she recently received the 2019 Judicial Excellence Award from the Florida Supreme Court. That is wonderful. The Tallahassee Democrat recognized her as number four out of 33 individuals whose good works positively impacted Tallahassee. Judge Nita, Judge Nina Eshenafi Richardson and her husband, City Commissioner Curtis Richardson, are the proud parents of two beautiful and smart daughters, Karina and Aida. 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 Okay, Aida. The Richardson family has instilled in the lives of their daughters the importance and the value of giving back and of service to others. Karina is now a midshipman at the U.S. Naval Academy and Aida, a rising ninth grader. Their family, as we said before, is a member of Bethel AME. And uh, this last thing here is the family was selected as the 2018 Family of the Year by the Capital Outlook newspaper. So we we definitely, definitely applaud you guys for all of your uh, hard work as well as your community service and your heart to help empower, empower those, especially those who are the least of these, and that's who God desires for us to really, really, really uh, take care of. And we're going to have a short break, and we're going to come back and hear from you guys. We're going to actually bring you in now to the conversation 
but I want to frame it. <laughs> I want to frame it again uh, based upon what's happening now with this coronavirus epidemic. So I'm going to share another clip from the interview that uh, I participated with Tammy uh, of Tammy Webb of Cumulus Broadcasting, who is a partner, a platinum partner of this April National Month of Hope campaign. So I'm going to share that interview. It's going to help frame things, and we're going to come back in and begin to have a powerful conversation about hope and what's happening now. And this is a really big, different April Month of Hope because we are facing something as a nation, as a city, as a county, as a state we've never dealt with before. Yes, that is so true because, you know, with the coronavirus pandemic, COVID-19, and and all that's taking place, uh, not only just in the United States, but around the world, everything has been turned upside down. And, and I thought about that. I thought about how this is really a perfect time to spread and share this message of hope. But the stars come out at night. And we liken hope to the stars that shine bright at night. So we're, we're at night right now in our country. And I believe that it's a perfect time. Now, it's a, it's a different tone. Last year, we were more, uh, we were celebrating and we had this big, this big event and everything to, uh, to kick off and honor uh, National Month of Hope. But this year, it's a little more serious tone, but I believe it's so much deeper because so many people now are in a panic mode, are being isolated because of the different quarantines that's going on. We have whole states that are shut down, children are out of school. It's just so much taking place until many people are wondering, you know, what in the world is going on? The economy is, is, is crashing and tanking in many instances. And, and so now we need to hold our head above water. And that's one good thing about hope. Hope will lift you up from wherever you've fallen. All right. So hope will lift you up from wherever you have fallen. And now I would like to bring into this uh, conversation, this Think Hope podcast, the Richardson, and first starting with Commissioner Curtis Richardson and just really giving you an opportunity to share because I know as a leader, we all have things that we want to say and we want to get out there now, especially during this time where we're facing this coronavirus pandemic. And as a public and community uh, service servant, I'd like to hear your take and your thoughts on what's happening. Well, uh, Reverend Tompkins, it, first of all, we are just honored and humbled uh, that you all have recognized us by, uh, with this Hopi Award in the National Month of Hope. Uh, and it, the Hopi Award speaks to who we are and what we do on a daily basis in our community for others, both my wife and I, uh, yes. helping others practice enduring 
empowerment. That's what we have dedicated our lives to uh, here in Tallahassee. But I also want to say uh, how inspirational you have been in both of our lives. Oh. Uh, as you said, we met uh, many years ago when you first came to Tallahassee, uh, and I heard your story and uh, saw what you were doing uh, for so many women in the community through Mothers in Crisis uh, and the lives that you have touched and the families that you've healed through that ministry. Uh, and then you went beyond that and, and actually started uh, your own ministry uh, where you're still uh, touching lives and changing lives and, and families and giving them hope uh, because they see how far you come and you're spreading mm -hmm. that worldwide. So you've been an inspiration to us over the years as well and a role model for so many in our community. Um, but given where we are now, you, you know, we, that, oh, you're more than welcome, but we, we are very religious people. As you've heard from our background, we believe in uh -huh. God and we live according to his word uh, each and every day. Um, and, and I believe that God now is trying to get our attention, uh, Pastor mm -hmm. Tompkins. We have strayed so far, many of us, not all mm -hmm. of us, but many of us have, throughout the world, have strayed so far away from him. I think this is a time when he's trying to get our attention uh, and bring us back uh, to that focus on his word and his way. Uh, mm -hmm. And so that's what we're trying to to. Uh, again, through our daily lives, uh, be a role model for others in that respect. We've raised our daughters that way. Uh, they were raised in the church, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, believing in God, uh, reading his word in the Bible, studying his word, uh, and living their lives that way. Uh, and so I think that's where we, we are spiritually mm -hmm. right now in the world. And, um, we, I've had that conversation with so many people, and they agree that we've yes. just got to get back to God in our daily lives. Yes, yes, yes. That is a wonderful point. And, uh, and it's good that it's always good to see those who have that faith in, in different offices because it makes all the difference in the world when it comes to uh, the policy and, and, and how you – determine who gets what help, who gets the help, and, and all of that. So I just want to uh, just commend you on, on, on being a, a family, both of you, family of faith, and, and being able to stand on that foundation, especially in a time like this, especially in a time like this. So what would you say, um, Nina, uh, Judge Nina, uh, yes. from that legal and judicial uh, perspective? Yeah. Thank you. First of all, uh, Dr. Tompkins, I want to echo what Curtis just shared. We are so honored that you have um, selected us to be the Hopi uh, recipients. We are tremendously inspired by you and have been for many years. Uh, I want you well, to know that I, I read your article uh, from 2018 where you gave ideas on uh, how how to live a uh, live a to do things that give one hope and uh, I believe it was July 2018 and mm -hmm. 
Um, those are such that's a, such a perfect and timely article. So for those who are listening, I urge you to read Dr. Tonkin's article that's um, uh, on her uh, site. It's perfect for right now. But in the court system, and I'm still working, even with the coronavirus, there are the judges and the court family. We are continuing to work, um, and we're exercising safety precautions. But, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, even with the coronavirus, crimes are being committed, people are getting hurt, people need to be protected. Um, our law enforcement community is working so hard out there. Um, uh, the, uh, you know, of course, the medical, t- the medical uh, community. So there's still things going on. I, I mean, I still worked a full day this, uh, this week and today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are we are seeing people going through economic times, uh, ec- economic challenges. Unfortunately, it is causing people to commit crimes. As you know, as a result, uh, people are turning to drugs and alcohol. Liquor sales oh. are up. People being confined in homes with family members is causing strife. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, I'm at uh, more domestic violence issues. So. Um, so the, the the point and the highlight of your podcast today of hope is so important because we have to remind mm-hmm. people that hope is what they have to hold on to uh, in the face of crisis, and mm-hmm. your podcast timely. I can tell you that what gives me hope, even when I see the challenges every day, uh, is faith. You know, faith is is mm-hmm. my hope because. Uh, that that's what faith is. Uh, faith yeah. is knowing that God is with us every day, ordering our steps. Um, I love a, a Romans twelve twelve. It says, "Be joyful in hope, patient mm. in affliction, faithful in prayer." Yeah. And so, yeah. hope our our listeners uh, remember that uh, to stay to to be prayerful every day to be patient as we go through our current crisis and affliction, and to be joyful knowing that God is in control of our tomorrows. Yes, that is beautiful. And that is what we can stand on during these times and and all times is the word of God. So I'm glad that you shared that scripture. And also just giving us a a little uh, perspective into into some of the things that that's that's going on because because uh, crime is still being committed and and we have to make sure that we are staying safe that we're keeping the faith and we're imagining hope that we don't give up on hope but we have to uh, really be watchful and prayerful especially during this time with with so much of the panic and everything that's going on but I believe mm-hmm. as you believe that God is in control and we're going yeah. to make it pandemic on the other mm-hmm. side. I, w- I wanted yeah. to share this. Um, when I'm talking to my friends, um, I feel that uh, God has convicted all of us right now. Uh, he's mm-hmm. convicted all of us in that we must now put a break. We have to have breaks on our lives and we mm-hmm. are now we not we now need to take this time to work, to do self reflection uh to uh think about 
what is our life about? What is important to us? What What is God's order for us? Uh, mm-hmm. I know that in this time, I am very thoughtful and prayerful. Um, I feel that, you know, I I have spent more time praying, more in the Word, more reflective. I look around and I and now I'm, you know, I think, what more can I do for my neighbors? What more can I do for my community? What more can I do for my family? Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I be busy, be being busy. And this time where God has just put uh, breaks on everything, uh, it it I I hope that those that are listening are doing the same thing. Uh, for those of us who uh, need to make adjustments in our life, so that our life is much more in line with our divine purpose, uh-huh, this is when uh-huh. we need to think about what is our purpose, what is our divine purpose, what is it that is going to align with a higher purpose of service to others. And I I tell people, you know what, kindness, thoughtfulness, Mm -hmm. generosity, that's contagious. Spread it. Yes. Yes, that's a a wonderful message there. And what what we're going to do now, I'm going to uh, play a a cumulus uh, radio PSA, Hope for Health, that uh, I and Dr. Brenda Jarman produced, and they're playing it uh, on the various Cumulus broadcast stations. And we also have a television version that some of the stations are playing. And so I'm going to play this PSA, Hope for Health, and then I'm going to come back and begin to bring in some of our Christ Vision Tribe members who is who is uh, who are a part of this whole uh, Hopi Awardees and and the on the board and the celebration and everything, so that they can. They can share with you, and they can congratulate you in their own words. And uh, I'll first, after the after this thirty second PSA, I'm going to bring in my husband, uh, Pastor Kwame Lewis, and then we'll hear from some of the other uh, committee uh, Christ Vision Tribe members. They just want to give us have a chance to congratulate you themselves. So let's hear this PSA, and then we'll come right back. Dr. BJ, what do you think about the coronavirus pandemic? Dr. Oz, I believe there is hope for health. As we wash our hands, cough into our elbows, and practice social distancing, we can stop the spread of disease. Mothers in Crisis is spreading hope and help to those in need during April, the National Month of Hope. Find out how. Call 850-222-7705. And remember, there is hope for health. Yes, there is hope for health. There is hope. So I'm going to bring in, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm going to bring in Pastor Kwame, my dear husband. Hello, are you you on the line? He's at his office working, so we're in different places. (laughs) But we are, uh, yes, we are sheltering in and all that. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. Yes. Um, good evening uh, to you and to our honored guest, um, Commissioner and Judge Nina uh, the Richardsons. And um, I am also uh, privileged and, and honored to uh, know and, and, and be part of um, supporting your 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 uh, reception of of the uh, Hopi Award and. Um, Words uh, do not always describe uh, what what uh, the work that you're doing, but 
I can simply watch and I can see uh, the dignity, uh, the way in which uh, you all carry yourselves, and that tells me volumes. And then to hear the testimony from um, my dear wife about uh, your contributions to the area uh, is, is, is not surprising. So congratulations. And um, it is a wonderful opportunity for us to uh, give back to you all as well for your service. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you so much. Now, did did you have a question that maybe you something you wanted to add to the conversation, dear? You can certainly um, do that. Well, actually, um, the 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 only thing that I would um, ask is is concerning uh, children and, and and especially the youth. What might you all uh, impart, uh, given this opportunity to? to today's challenges as far as uh, their identity and, and what are they searching for? How can we help them uh, uh, zero in on that more so? Well, uh, Nina and I both, uh, first of all, uh, because we're parents, uh, we are certainly dedicated to our children uh, and being appropriate role models for them, uh, instilling in them uh, uh, the respect for God uh, and, and what he has done for us in our lives. He's blessed us tremendously over the years, and so we have instilled that in them. Uh, we have instilled in them to give back. As God has blessed us, he expects us to give back to others. Uh, and so that's the message that we try to, we both try to impart Upon our, upon our young people, because in so many instances, uh, Pastor Kwame, they have lost their way. When we have 14-year-olds shooting and killing others and taking a life, uh, and to take that life means nothing to them. It, they, they have no conscience. Uh, they have no moral uh, uh, feelings about it. And so it seems like so many of our young people have just lost their way. And so we have to be involved in their lives, regardless of the background that they come from, the family structure uh, that they come from. Uh, we have to be involved in their lives and be appropriate role models for them and show them uh, that there is a way, that regardless of your background. I grew up yeah. in the segregated South in a family of eight, uh, we didn't have indoor plumbing facilities. We used an outhouse. We didn't have uh, air conditioning uh, in the summer. And so those were my humble beginnings, but I have worked hard to get where mm -hmm. I am today with the support of so many. And that's the kind of example that my mm -hmm. wife and I both want to be for these young people and show them the right way in life. Mm -hmm. I can agree. And I, and I was going to add that I think it's important to have our kids talk to us um, and to, um, you know, a lot of times our young people do not want to open up to their parents or grandparents, but it's so mm -hmm. important to take time to have a conversation with them and to let them just be, just to open up without without us judging them, just listening, being really good listening listeners, letting them open up and having a meaningful conversation um, 
and especially now because our young people mm-hmm. may have a lot of anxiety. Uh, they may not really mm-hmm. know how to deal with everything that they're seeing on TV or process all of it. And so it's so important that we allow them that space to talk with us and to open up and to share what's on their mind, what's going on, what what are they feeling, and to allow them to speak, again, just without judgment, just taking it in and hopefully uh, holding their hand through this process and what's going on. Uh, it is really, it can be overwhelming and yes. devastating to watch what we're watching. And I know mm-hmm. the young people act stoic or may act that, like they're indifferent, but they're not. They're taking it in, and they may not really know how to process all of it, and we need to talk with them and help them through it. Yes, wonderful. yes, that is, yeah. that's wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, dear. And, uh, Thank you, <laughs> so, Okay, and I certainly <laughs> appreciate all your, all your support as well. And as you <laughs> – okay – as as you were um as you were sharing uh judge nina i kept thinking about the article that you that you referred to so i want to give people an opportunity uh to go to com, and on that website it has the information about how to make these hope connections by having hope chats uh taking hope breaks because as you said, they are so needed, especially now, to have those conversations, especially with our young people. Uh, the suicide rate has risen, has been rising, actually, over the past decade. And in yeah. times like, like these, uh, you know, what, what ends up happening, people begin to get in that place of despair. And they may just be right in your home, and you, you don't even realize it. So by having those hope chats, as you were talking about, young as well as, as older, it doesn't matter what age, just checking in with people and letting them know that you care and finding out how they're doing, that that is one of the things that we are encouraging everyone to do, especially now, and especially yes. during the National Month of Hope. Yeah, and, and, and Pastor Tompkins, that was one of the things I was going to uh, uh, uh talk about as well, is, is, mm-hmm. is congratulate you all for placing one month out of the year. Of course, we need to be hopeful throughout the year, but setting aside one month of the year to focus on this whole issue of hope, because I mm-hmm. think that so many people have lost hope. Many of our young yeah. people, they don't see a future ahead of them. They're just mm-hmm. trying to make it from one day to the next. And and they don't see the bright uh, future that's ahead of them. Mm-hmm. And we've got to instill that kind of hope uh, in everyone. And and I think that that's what God wants us to do here on yes. earth. And so the example that you all are providing in that respect uh, is just wonderful. And and we want to support you all in that in any way that we can throughout the year, uh, not just during this one mm-hmm. month, but well, we certainly you. so important that we set aside this one month of the year to focus mm-hmm. on people being hopeful uh, and, and, and being positive about what the future holds for all of us. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to also uh, let you know, um, Dr. Tompkins, that Mothers in Crisis provides a huge place of hope for so many women in our community. I uh, 
run felony drug court here in our in our circuit and mm-hmm. I send women into your program uh and it you have saved so many lives and mm-hmm. I know just in the in the women's lives where I where I they go and take advantage of the wonderful services mm-hmm. that your entire team provides at Mothers in Crisis it is it makes a difference when mm-hmm. women are surrounded by other women who care mm-hmm. about them who them who touch them who are physically uh, letting them know, I'm there for you. I'm here to help you with your children. I'm here to help you uh, through this crisis. I can't tell you how many women have told me that their life was turned around because of the care and attention of mothers in crisis. So there is wow. no question that that human contact, uh, when other people are lost and hopeless, it could be one phone call. It can be one gesture. It can be one random act of kindness that can take someone through a very rough day or a rough moment. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes the Holy Spirit guides us. We just need to be obedient. If someone touches your heart and says, call this person, do it. If the Holy Spirit yes. tells you, go visit this person, be obedient, follow that direction, uh, it is hope in action when you do. Absolutely. And thank you so much. Thank you for for uh for for saying those those kind words and we give God all the glory we know uh and I know in particular if it wasn't for him I I would be I I wouldn't be here today as 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 you guys know and as I share as often as I can uh I celebrating over 30 years uh free from drugs and alcohol and uh that was my main ministry um for many years of helping the women who uh, who were bound and and going through and and what we saw is that hope was the substance that really really made the difference and one of those yes. women I'm going to bring in just to just briefly congratulate you guys as well because she is one of our uh, founding members of ter- uh, Mothers in Crisis well she's one of the the founding uh, women who went through the program and then came back to give and that's none other than Nettie Palmore. I know you guys know Nettie. Yes. She's a community star out there. <laughs> Hello, Nettie. <laughs> I see your Hi, hand raised. Dr. Tompkins. How are you? Yes. I'm good. Hi, I'm good. Um, congratulations to the Richardsons. I tell you, my heart is just so touched. Um I didn't know um the accolades and all the things that you've accomplished in your lives, but it's always been a blessing. Um, Curtis Richardson, when I see you in the community, it's always a blessing, Judge Nina, when I can come to your court and and you you can't just acknowledge me, but just your smile and letting me know (laughs) that, you know, it's going to be all right (laughs) with the people that I come there with. So it's always a blessing. And I just want to say congratulations and I don't think uh, lifting you up as Hopi awardee. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. a lot. Nettie, it does. It means so much. And, and you know, I, I, of course, have known you and your early involvement with Mothers in Crisis, and you've been so dedicated to that ministry. And you, too, have mm-hmm. touched so many lives mm-hmm. and changed so many lives in this community through that ministry, but 
but what I, I always get whenever I see you um, is inspiration because you've always got that smile on your face. I don't know that I've ever seen <laughs> when you didn't have that smile and, and just beaming with love and enthusiasm, and oh, it always oh. me get through whatever I'm going through when when I see you. And so keep that up, and just thank yeah. you all again for the recognition. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, yes, and that is so true. That is so true about Natty, and, and uh, she is such a blessing. All of the Christ Vision Tribe members, uh, who helped to support this campaign and, and, and help us to do the things that we do. I, I know I couldn't do it without them. Their, their tireless working, their, their love, their, their hope, yes. their service. And another one uh, that's a founding, well, she's been with Mothers in Crisis since about, you know, since almost the very beginning. And you guys know her as well. And that's none other than uh, Elder Millie Poulos who is also a Christ Vision Tribe member. Hello, Millie. Are you there? <laughs> yes. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. You? Good evening, Millie. Well, my congratulations to you all, Richardsons. I'll tell you, when you were all going forth, Dr. Tompkins, thank you. You're amazing. When you were reading their bios and every time yes. the clapping <laughs> was going, I was clapping. I was singing. I bet you were whistling too. (laughs) Thank you so much. And and Millie, thank you too for the difference that you have made in this community. You have been right there on the front lines working with Pastor Tompkins and Sister Paramore all these years. And our community is a better place to live and to work and to raise a family because of the work that you all have done in this community. It, it has not gone unnoticed, at least by so many in the community, and especially me. I've seen over the years the work that you all have done, the dedication that you've shown uh, to helping women through their crises in life. Mm-hmm. And we certainly appreciate you and thank God uh, for your steadfast efforts in making uh, Tallahassee and Leon County in the Big Bend area be a better place for all of us. You 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 absolutely uh you are power women uh and you demonstrate women empowering other women. Yes. Especially during challenging times and and you are doing God's work and have been every day and we thank you for that. Glory to God, and I, and I thank God for Dr. Tompkins. I thank God for you all. It's my honor. Thank you so much. Okay, well, we have one more of our Christ Vision Tribe members, uh, and you guys have been in t- contact with Sharon Durham, who is that one that's going to be on that yes. phone and making those calls and, and just really helping to support uh, from an administrative point uh, what we're doing in the Christ Vision Tribe of Mothers in Crisis. Hello, Sharon, are you there? Hello, Dr. Tompkins. Hi. I want to say congratulations to Commissioner Richardson and Judge Neelan for being a pillar in our community. And thank you all for all you do. And thank you, Dr. Tompkins. Well, thank you. Yeah, Sharon, I absolutely want to thank you. I, you know, I am not tech savvy. 
and I was fretting <laughs> over trying to get you this information that you asked me for. <laughs> and finally, I was able to get it to you in a timely manner. And so thank yes. you so much for your assistance, for your patience. Uh, you were just so kind. Um, I, I don't know that we've had an opportunity to get to know each other like I know Pastor Tompkins and Millie and Sister Paramore, uh, but we certainly look forward to getting to know you better and working with you because I know that if you're involved with these power women, you've got to be powerful yourself and a woman of God, and, and so we mm-hmm. want to establish mm-hmm. that of relationship with you. Thank you, and like I said, you know, thank you very much, and it's an honor to, to have worked with you, and it's more than, you know, and a pleasure meeting you, and it's honor, and give honor to God and to Dr. Tompkins for really, really training me through the, all these years. Thank you. Oh, all right, well, and, yes. go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, thank you so much. It's so exciting, uh uh, Dr. Tompkins, the team that you have around you, mm-hmm. the support system you have around you, and it demonstrates women empowering women. I often tell my women friends how uh, women have to help and, and support and empower other women. We have to help each other and not tear each other down, and that's something that you have always demonstrated. You, 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 your team, your Dynamo team, mm-hmm. practice that, and it's a, it's an, an it's an important message for uh, women in our community. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right, and I and, and I just I couldn't I couldn't do it without these uh, these wonderful women sure. and my dear husband, uh, who God uh, finally blessed me <laughs> blessed me with. He's just celebrated six years. We're not where you guys are twenty eight years, but I tell you. Uh, it, it really, it's really a blessing when you can have that, like you guys are that that couple that that support one another and and just kind of have that example, that good example. And oftentimes we don't, when, whenever you carry yourself in such that place of humility and and just service, sometimes you you may be overlooked. But guess what? God sees and God knows, and and you are a definitely powerful couple who deserve this honor of Hopi, helping others practice enduring empowerment. We're getting ready to wrap up now. I tell you, I can't believe an hour has has gone so fast. Uh, It's just amazing. (laughs) It's amazing how this happens. But I want to share, I have a poem that we we had a kickoff on last week, April the 1st, and uh, it's, the, it's a poem entitled Stars of Hope. So I'm going to share that because it's also the national, it's also the national poetry month. And then after that, we'll just come back and wrap up. And so thank you all so much for being our guests and God bless you. We love you and stay tuned because we're going to have judge uh, Frank Caprio from uh, Providence, uh, Rhode Island. He's going yes. to uh, be on the show, Think Hope Podcast, on next week. So stay tuned. He's going to share. He's a Hopi awardee, one of our national Hopi awardees, and so we'll have him to come on. So we're going to close out with this Stars of Hope poem, and we just want to say God bless you. We love you guys, and keep doing what we you're love doing. You we all love as well. you. Thank you. It's entitled Stars of Hope. Hope is like the stars shining through the darkness of night. 
providing light to navigate through tough times. Hope continues to shine as you look up to the heavens and see planets, Saturn, Venus, and Pluto. They help me to know that as I look at the stars, I'm looking at the substance that God used to make man from his hand, stardust, in him I trust. As I look at the stars, I now see myself shining through the darkness of night, and I know that I will be all right because I see others shining bright beside me. Together, as it was meant to be, we form a lighthouse of hope to help others find their way through the darkness of night. We are hanging tight, and hope is our light as we turn the darkness into day. And we that's what we believe, that we're going to turn the darkness into day, and the way to do that is through the power of hope. This is April, the National Month of Hope. Celebrate this hope by spreading the message of hope and taking care of one another. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.